Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Coleman Taylor back again with Let the Madness Begin. And of course, it's been a while. Um, we'll be back in our other studio, but we're we're trying out new things. So, you know, bear with us, you know, as we work through our channels and stuff, just trying to open up everything. You can also catch us on Anchor. And of course, you know, we publish a lot of stuff on Facebook. So before we get into any of the topics, man, what you got to say to the lovely people out there? Like you were going to say when we were supposed to really start. <laughs> Real cool. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Buenos dias, noches, tardes, all that other good stuff. Um, it's another day, man. Another day of fun, fun, fun. You know, trying to get it together. Push forward here in the next couple of weeks, man. A lot going on. Yeah, man. Hey, what a week. What a week. Yeah, I understand. What a week. Man, so on this episode, it's not scripted, so we're just going over topics. It's never scripted. You know, you're right. It's never, never done a script. But, but this time, we really... I mean, you usually have subjects lined right, up, but it's right. not... We never try it's to script off the brain. It's off what we know and, and how we feel. Yeah. I got you. Let's roll with so, it. So, um, we're going to start off with sports and work our way into it. So, you're getting a longer show today, which is going to be great for y'all. And we'll start off with something like, just a light, you know, toss and... um. Recently, the worldwide leader of sports, a.k.a. ESPN, is making some interesting moves. One of the moves they made was they um, removed the jump and right. Rachel Nichols. And I get all this stems from an issue that she, um, came about in the bubble in 2020 concerning some comments. First off... How do you feel about the comments that she made? Do you feel like they were race related, misunderstood? I or? think it's misunderstood. Okay. I'll be honest with you. It can, and I think a lot of, nowadays we, I think we are more of a PC slash very sensitive time where anything can be taken the wrong way. Um, for instance, the comments the baby made. I mean, the way communicate, <laughs> and, and not I mean that's a whole different subject. But sometimes no, no, like the way we communicate it is not the way it's interpreted. Sometimes right. the same we we say it is not the same way it's heard. Right. Just like we think we mean you say things, and I know we'll go back and say, wait a minute, what do you mean by what you say? And explain not exactly in an argumentative sense, right? But it's being taken in the sense to where now people don't know how to regard certain things that are being said. Publicly, privately, things being said privately, being brought out publicly, and this is and that's how how I see it nowadays. Because nowadays it's more of everybody's looking for a reason to, and not, in my in my opinion, a reason to be upset, a reason to be mad, a reason to find things to be to find uh, um, something to be. I see. I see. Angry old. Angry. I was what to say with angry. Just say yeah. be upset. Something to be argumentative about. Well, so, first off, I agree with you on right. that. I do think I, you know I listened to her comments and I looked over her comments, read the transcripts, and I'm like, well, nothing she said was racist. Even the other guy, nothing he said was racist. Yeah. Well, touch on what he but, said. But I think, and I'm gonna cut you off. The only thing that made it a race thing was it is a white woman saying it. About a black woman, exactly. Now, now what if it had been a black woman saying about a black woman, or a black woman saying about a white woman? I agree with you one hundred percent. Go ahead. Yeah. And it, first off, 
not only do I think that everybody overreacted, I think Rachel Nichols is going to come off on, on top of now oh, talking yeah. about that. But more importantly, Maria Taylor is a piece of crap. And, we, and I'm going to tell you why. Why do you say that? Good, man. Remember, this happened in 2020. Right. She knew about it since 2020. Do you feel she's the one that leaked the information? Yeah, yeah. she okay. did. All right. And that's Go why ahead. she's a piece of crap. Not okay. only did she leak it, but the person who recorded it or knew that it was recorded should not only lose a job, they should be they should never get a job because you violated someone's privacy. Right. That's like bugging somebody's room. And that's I why you. I said right. Rachel Nichols is going to come out of top because she could sue ESPN, number one, for letting her go, number right. two, for having recordings and spreading the recordings around. By the time she get done, it might be Rachel Nichols ESPN. She could have ESPN. Maria Taylor is going to lose every battle now because you set a presence that's going to really mess up, which is... No matter if you deserve the job or not, if I want your job, I'm going to take it. And guess who's going to take her job? A lesbian. Okay. Because that's how the road is going to go now. <laughs> okay. And, but I mean, I don't think it makes her... I, I said, I think, not a piece of crap. It's it, You see how very cutthroat that line of journalism can be, in a sense. I can say that. she It was a very cutthroat thing to do. A very way to way to play your hand, because keep in mind at the same time, a question about her contract was coming about, mm-hmm. um, her terms and what she was asking for as opposed to what she was getting, you know. And I said, and and oftentimes you hear, it, be careful what you ask for, right? You know, because you may get it and then and some, and then something else that come along you're not really expecting to receive as well. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, you could look at it either way. I mean, I think. Right now, Maria's on top because of what she ended up getting with NBC. Right. You know, but Which some, is not going to work out, by the way. Look, it just it is what it is. You know, some people, we don't look down, we don't look foresight. We just look for what's in front of right. us. Right. And, and remember, behind us, how we got here to look forward to. Okay. And I agree with you on that. And, and the reason why I take my stance on the pizza crap is the fact that you're in negotiations. And then all of a sudden, you're like, well... You leveraged the tape in those negotiations, and right. what ESPN did okay. was you released it but, to say why. Oh, you know, look how they treat our employees. But yet, the person who was really wrong in all of this is Rachel Nichols, right. because at the end of the day, she's in her hotel room and her private area having a private conversation that just happened to be taped. Yeah. Okay. So really, if if I'm her, and they probably been advised, she. From my understanding, I think her godmother or is Barbara Walters or something. So, um, she she's connected. I oh, she's good either way. Yeah, I mean, she she's a good journalist. She's, yeah, she's and that's journalist. the thing they, they just she's I, she's very solid. She knows what she's talking about when it comes to sports. Um, I think to get to where she was at that point, she pretty much worked her way to that position. Yeah, I loved her on the jump. I think she yeah. was very, I mean, well spoken yeah. and everything, right. and she had great chemistry with the um, other people right. that was on the jump and. So she's going to land on her feet. Right. Um, the other person that was involved in that conversation was LeBron James. Uh, I want to say financial advisor, business partner. He he helped find LeBron James reach a billion dollars. And he made statements in there saying, you know, he's tired of Black Lives Matter. And, you know, people are mad because LeBron James didn't say nothing. I'm on the mindset, number one, why would he say something? How many of us have friends who do something? Or do we speak about that? Your friend committed murder. Are you first one? Oh, yeah, you know. No, you're not. 
it is what it is. So why do we expect them to do something that we're not going to do? But do you see that as a racist comment? No. Okay. And I'm about to explain why. Okay. Because we're all tired of Black Lives Matter. Not the actual movement of what it was supposed to be, but the fact of what we found out. What it, or what it became. Right. Okay. So now what he said was, hey, I'm tired of Black Lives Matter in whatever um, capacity you want to put that in. But in my mindset... I'm looking at it from not what we know now. We are tired of it. Okay. I can um, understand that. How, think about what has come out about the actual people involved. Tamika Maori, the other lady, how all of a sudden, you know, they talk about white folks, but they move next to white people. Like white people Makes are sense. bad. Yeah. All of a sudden, okay. but now your neighbor, you, you bought Alice. Who, who, you, who you bought the island next to? Tom Cruise? You made how much millions? Maybe you might be next to Jay Z and Beyonce. They got an island. Now. It might be, but she ain't. <laughs> she, she she with some white people, <laughs> and I'm not yeah, mad at that. What? I mean, I'm just saying. Be, hey, look, there's gonna be those any kind of folks anywhere, everywhere you go, all kinds of folks. Right. I don't understand that. And, but that's the thing. Like we're holding those two at a, at you know two feet to the fire. Like oh, you should be doing this, but yeah. Maria Taylor was wrong for what she did, but we're right. not jumping on her. Um, the people who run Black Lives Matter was definitely wrong because they still ain't sent money to any of the victims. Okay. And it's like, we're mad at people who are pointing out what we should be pointing out. And yeah. I think that that's where the biggest issue is. And later on, we're going to talk about the accountability of African Americans. When do we start holding each other accountable and stop blaming others and start actually saying, you know what, we have a piece of this pie too. Okay. Yeah. Well, well let's, 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 yeah, let's roll forward. Like, so, so we, let's, what's the next thing? So the other thing, got? you know, um, okay. oh, no, I know what you want, you want me to comment on the thing about his man, that his business. Yeah. Now, the thing with that is people are human and, and sometimes we got to be careful of, we got to know who our audience is at all times, regardless of what kind of conversation you're having. Friends, Family, uh, associates, uh, however, um, and people got to be mindful, especially nowadays, because people don't remind. There's always somebody recording, whether it's an actual physical recording on a phone, mental recollection, written emails. Somebody is always going to remember. Somebody is always going to be reminded of a conversation you had, and it's it, something along those lines. And and regardless of how. It was portrayed, or it's been said, or how it's been said. It's just, it's just we in those times. Like I tell you, it's a matter of these times is where people are finding things to be upset about, to be conflictive about, to make a hot take of it. You know, the latest greatest thing to be upset about. You know, and then that's in my my opinion. I mean, I had this conversation with another um, gentleman a couple weeks ago about that, and he asked me, saying, "It's sort of the lines of, of, of do you feel that?" Racism is is exists. I said yeah, it, yes, it does. But he said, "Do you feel in every instance is being quoted as, as racism? It's racist." And, and along the lines of uh, all incidents, I said, "Not all incidents. In certain instances, certain certain occasions, factors that play into it. And we really didn't go into what factors. We really go into debt. But I told him as always." In my opinion, racism is not always uh, always the reason behind certain conflicts or certain instances of 
<laughs> certain instances, period. Right. So I agree with you on that, and um, that that leads us into the next conversation because you brought up some great points. When do we start saying, well, maybe race is not a part of this conversation? Um, for me, and I always attribute to a sharp class that I was in one day, and um, we were, you know, just talking, and you know, those classes could get really out of hand, and the question was. Ask if a person, if you having a conversation with someone and you tell an off color joke and somebody walk by and they can, they get offended. And someone said, well, no, because I'm not speaking to them. And then, of course, we were told yes, because it was spoken and they overheard. Right. Overheard. Right. To me, you're a weak person if that, because if I'm not talking to you and you happen to walk in my area, you purposely wanted to hear something because if I'm walking by someone, I'm not paying attention to them. But if I make an off-color joke or you make an off-color joke and someone comes by and they overhear it, they could pretty much hem us up for the rest of our lives. And that's not fair. Okay. And I think that's where I see the Maria Taylor situation is. You you try to cast this shadow over Rachel Nichols because of your personal issue. You didn't care about what she said. Matter of fact, if you cared so much, you would have cared in 2020. Right. You would have cared in January, February, March, April. It wouldn't have took the time for your contract to come up for you to care all of a sudden. Right. But you was advised to use that as leverage, not realizing that it's, it's collateral damage and that now you're trying to ruin someone else's career who's a minority. She's a female minority in a dominated world of sports with men. And you're trying to make her seem like she's this racist person because she said, I don't feel like I should lose my job. I have it in my contract, which, by the way, come to find out, she actually did have it in the contract, which is why they actually canceled the show. Right. That was in her contract. Right. ESPN is going to pay her because she got another. They can't cancel the contract. You you could release her. You could fire her. You could say whatever you want to say. You're still going to be paying her millions. Yeah, she's getting paid. Exactly. Yeah. And then she's going to sue you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's going to sue though. But she's going to be paid. I it's think she will. If I and one thing I said, and I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer is she, I would sue Maria Taylor for defamation of character. You would sue Maria Taylor? I would. I would. I would. I would. You know why? Why would you? Because do? if you do it, you you would let people know that this can't be tolerated. I will sue her and I will sue the person that released the tape. I will okay. sue the person that recorded. I will sue everybody involved to the point that if even if I don't get the big fish, which would be Maria Taylor, I will get the casualties that led up to it. Okay. Everybody that will fall because this does not exist if you did not have morals or ethics to say, you know what, even though I overheard this and it made my buddy or I'm trying to be buddies with Maria Taylor, I would have, damn, I got to destroy it or... Let her know this is what was uh, this was recorded. Um, we can destroy it, but that had no need. There was nothing that was said in that tape that had you to go. Even if it was, you can't go because it was in the private privacy of someone's own room. I will sue everybody up the chain, and I guarantee you, someone gonna fall. Okay, I understand that. So but my thing is, do you my my. So give me a better understanding. So how would you move forward? How are you moving forward when you're suing some in, in that instance? Well, there's two ways you can move forward. And um, you can move forward by saying, you know what? 
I'll put it in God's hands, which is what black people always taught to do. Now, it's not, it's not black people. It's Rachel Nichols you're talking oh, about. Oh, she, you're still moving forward. Right. But what you're doing is you're moving forward, stating that even though those words were said, I'm not going to allow this to, okay. to be, or to, to be used against me. I'm not going to allow this to be hanging over my head. So I'm suing. Not based on the fact that I said these words. I'm suing on based on the fact that it was a violation of my privacy. Okay. And that even though these words may have hurt someone else, it was no right for this person who got the court recording to take it to that other person. That is gossip. You're literally gossiping, which ended up ending my career. So it didn't end her career. It just ended her time on the show. But see, we it technically right. you could say career because so I'm pretty sure she she going to she going to employ again. Yeah, even I if think she, it just ended her time at ESPN. It it let it, it it ultimately led up to her time being a part of ESPN. Right, at, you and, know. and that's why I was sued okay. because I was sued all the way up to Maria Taylor because you knew. And chose to use this as leverage in your... So you wouldn't sue ESPN, you would sue Maria Taylor. I would sue Maria Taylor, personally. I would sue what I would do as a defamation suit against Maria Taylor and everybody who conspired against me. Because okay. that's what it is, conspiring against okay. me. I would sue ESPN for wrongful termination over... Um, now, you ESPN was settled out of court. Right. You could... Maria Taylor may she may fight it and she'll play the victim, but at the end of the day, you did you it was you leaked this tape. Yeah, you can't say you didn't. Right. Because what's going to happen is if I put more pressure on the littlest person, they gonna bust. Right. Because they ain't got the money. Right. And you're not their friend, so they gonna tell on you. Well, is this a cutthroat okay. world? But hey, you like know I said, it's a very cutthroat business to be a part of. Let me look what happened to your boy uh, Max Kellerman. You know, Steve Man. You know what? <laughs> we'll go. We'll go right oh, into yeah. that way. I was gonna do. We'll we'll save save my other girl late for a little bit later on. Well, yeah. Girl. What you think, uh, Shikari? What you think okay. about that? So ESPN bugging. Yeah. Or or is it Stephen A. Smith bugging? Stephen A. Smith is bugging. Yo. Because he it's 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 very. You can tell that he's kind of. ESPN has been pretty much or ABC in general. Made me is it Disney who owns Disney, it? Yeah. Disney. Because of how, I mean, which is, it's, it's cool, but in a sense, a little bit too much. I think he's spread himself a little bit too thin now. Anyways, um, it's very Stephen A. Smith-centric, yeah. the way they're they doing things. I think he got a night show. He's got a night, he's got a radio show. He's got the morning show, the radio show. I think a night show. He did a, he did an episode for Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I think he's about to do Wildin' Out. Um, and I think he's gonna be doing. Um, I saw him he's gonna be taking over the jump. I think it's gonna be you know jump again. That's what it's gonna be called. Jump again. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do. He's gonna be doing on every show. You know, it's gonna be Stephen A. Smith Sports Center. You know, but I mean, he's exercising his 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 power pretty much his strength. Because I even one point they even mentioned. Um, I don't know if everybody recalls. Four months back. Skip Bayless got an extension because he was working to try to get him back, you know. And it kind of foreshadowed what was about to happen with 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 the whole. I, with, I kept hearing that there. Max Kellerman, they were working to try to get him back. So Fox went ahead and gave him an extension on his contract. 
So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, you feel, it's just like me and you debating. If you feel your partner is not giving you what you want all the time or what you expect of them at all times or a certain attitude that they carry it in, in the manner which they carry themselves, you know, eventually you want a new dance partner. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, here's... here's no, no, go ahead, go ahead, man. It's, 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 it's weird because Stephen A. Smith failed his first time around. I don't think people really realize that he failed his first time around. Like, right. when he, his first time around ESPN, he actually just nothing really was kicking for him and everything. And who really salvaged him was Skip Bayless. Right. But I think what that was, he was too much trying to be... He wasn't trying to be himself. Okay, that's fair. Because I, I could tell the difference, like, as... I remember what you're talking about. Like, when he, even before he started doing these shows and everything, before he even had his own show, it was kind of like, he was kind of stiff. Yeah. You know, like, what's that guy, um, the guy who had the damn crazy, that show, Jim Rome. Yeah, I, I like Jim Rome. He Jim was really cool. Yeah, he was cool, but it fit who, when he did, how he did it, it right. fit who, what he did. Yeah, he was. For his personality yeah. and everything. As opposed to, he was trying to mimic him. And I can see that on his first talk show. Right. I think one of the first episodes, he interviewed Shaq. And I'll never forget because Shaq made a comment, which was pretty interesting. Shaq had never had interactions with Allen Iverson, but think out the world of Allen Iverson. He he, he thought Allen Iverson was like the the toughest. He are the... How he described Allen Iverson for not really knowing him was right. really expect, like the, the he had so much admiration and of course Stephen A did interview Allen Iverson at the time you know right. like the the skinny Allen Iverson how he looked he he eating good now you know still getting thirty million for Reebok yeah lifetime deal can't get mad at him for that right. so y'all thought he was broke Allen Iverson was like no Reebok pay me forever That's right. <laughs> but um I like Max Kellerman. Yeah, I, I was, liked him. But I didn't say I didn't Fox. like him. I didn't say I didn't like him. Here, here's what I want to bring up, and I want to ask this question. Go ahead. Knowing Max Kellerman's history, uh huh, do you think Stephen A. was kind of jealous or kind of like, man, this man got more street cred than me? People may listen to him more than me. Cause skip to skip, he's. Outrageous! It is what it is. You right. get what you get with him. But Max really, he he said some wild stuff. Like one of the things he said, which was interesting, and we'll talk about that. Is you know, if Allen Iverson was the same size as Jordan, height, weight, and everything, that Allen Iverson may have been the greatest of all time. And we'll discuss that one because that was an interesting. Take, but do you think that because of Max Kellerman history, that it, it kind of you know made Stephen A. look like he wasn't black enough because you know the pale white rapper man <laughs> the pale black rapper yeah <laughs> oh man oh um ooh it could it could be it could that could be a possibility I don't know it is it's it's like this I can tell sometimes that I don't know it was like he was looking for argument you know or or, or you know it's like you know it's one of that you got that girlfriend that's always looking for something to be dramatic yeah. about I think it's that's what it was. It's just like, oh, he's just not giving me what I want, you know. Yeah, I want him to choke me every now and again. Tell me shut the up, you know, and get in the car, you know. That's not Max, you know, even, even when he yeah. was on Fox, that was he was he's more right. of the, you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We, we, we'll use right. you know analytics, right, right, right. we'll do whatever, but right. 
And I see where you're getting at because him and Skip would yell all day long. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll have yeah. their own things. But you know Max, and that's what I thought was great about the show because Max gave that balance. Like, hey, right. I'm not going to just fly off the handle with you. No, nah, we're going to talk about this and yeah. I'm going to have good points, which he does. That's the thing about it. It's just that he just was giving them something to the hot takes for people to want to watch. Okay. That's what I think it is with him. So do you think the fact that he had to watch Skip and Shannon Right. Ooh. Oh man, that shit will be off the chain. Yeah, I, I love it because that's on. I don't. I actually I only watch EPS, ESPN no more. I haven't even. I ain't gonna. Ever since it. they took Mike and Mike off, man, that's go ahead and finish. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Dan, yeah. I love Dan Levitar. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. And since he's gone too, man, it's nobody yeah. really watch. <laughs> so yeah. I, you know, I, I watch Shannon and Skip, yeah. and like I say, I'm not, I'm not a big Skip fan. It's nothing against Skip. I just think that. He says things because he's just that old white guy that's just going to say whatever you want to say. <laughs> they get off my lawn mentality. Right. But right. Th- their interaction yeah, is right. is great. And Shannon has that that umph. Right. <laughs> and yeah. you think he sees that, he's like, man, I'm losing to them. Right. And at the end of the day, he's losing to them. Right. <laughs> All day, every day. You mean Look, the first time I watched this show, I, I haven't stopped watching them since. Yeah. So, how do you... You said something about spraying yourself thin. Do you think it's a good thing to max out your brand? Because actually, that's what Stephen A. is doing. He's like, look, this is probably the hottest I ever be in my life. I might as well try to get the most out of everything. Possibly. I think I think he is. I think he is. I think it is. he's doing a little bit too much. Because you're going to have to let something... Something's going to fall by the wayside that, you know... And it happens to everybody. You can juggle but so many balls right. at one time. You know, quote unquote. You can juggle so much things at one time to where eventually you're going to drop something to keep the balls. <laughs> Do we throw no homo before that or after <laughs> that? Pause, man. Oh, man. Just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you can juggle but so many things until you drop something, right. you know, something's going to fall by the wayside, something's not going to be up to your usual standard. Or what usually expect is something's not going to get all your all your full attention that you need to. Just like you might have ten kids, one of them kids is going to be be feel neglected, going to be neglected. It's going to feel neglected, you oh, know. Man, man. One kid's going to get all the attention. Play, man. Yeah. This is, this is going to be so, that show. I mean, <laughs> that, that's just how it is sometimes. Okay, you know, just like your pair of shoes. You know, you just got all these pair of shoes. Yeah, one ain't going to get worn. Hey, some some <laughs> one shoes is not going to get worn. You know what I'm saying? It's just plain and simple. One, when you decide to wear it, it's going to be all busted up. Mm-hmm. And damn souls coming from it. You're looking all yellowy and stuff. Yeah. You're going to be thoroughly upset you paid X amount of dollars for that shoe. Yeah, so, I agree. But yeah. Yeah, so that odd man now is Max. And right. we know Mac, Max is big in boxing. Like, yeah. He really he, is big he, in boxing. He's going to bounce back too. Like, he's always going to bounce back. I think, but he's moving on to another. He's moving on to... The show with Keith, Keith and and uh, what's my man's name? Oh, Keyshawn. and Jay Williams. And Jay Williams. So yeah, yeah that's so, all been weird. Like yeah, yeah. it's there. There, I, I watched it a couple times and I I just can't get. I, it. I like Keyshawn. I like when all three of them were there. Zubin, Keyshawn. Right, but because he Zubin was there to keep right. things. He kept the, the the flow of it of the show. Yeah, and yeah, but hopefully Kellerman will be able to do the same thing and add another dimension to it. Right, you know, because like I said, they're all kind of. On that same vibe, it's like, okay, they'll debate a little bit, but it's not to the point where they're arguing, you know. And that that may be, and you know what, at the end of the day, I, um, that's probably best for Max is the fact that, you know what, I get to go back to talking and right. having decent conversations. Discussion, yeah. Right, because right. Stephen A, 
he doesn't have the stats, but he'll he'll yell, scream, and give yeah. you those high takes. I guess at the end of the day, that that's what he want to do. So, she would have been my baby mama. She who? Sha'Carri Richardson. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw. So you see so me to tell me? I saw a picture so, of her without on. everything. Maybe, oh. Okay, let's let's. <laughs> You know that girl like old enough to be your daughter, right? Okay, oh. so we're clear. So we're clear. This is clear. I, I want to bring that fact up. So you mean to tell me you want a, your baby mama to wear frosty white <laughs> hair with blue tips? You know what I forgot who I'm talking to. You know what? I, I forgot. Not that you're a bad person. This makes you a bad person. I'm trying to like... Why am I be? Why am I acting surprised? I I know you very well. That yes, my son I met years ago. Yes, that was the type of woman he would have brought. And I'd be like, my son, what the hell are you doing with the L's about that long? Yeah, exactly. I just just shake my head, and be like, okay, whatever. You, right. you know why I brought it up that right, way? Go ahead, go ahead. It's because first off, do you feel like? I'll say it like this. Let's let's start out this way. I had an interesting conversation with my daughter the other day. Okay. She said, Daddy, they should have let Shikari run in the Olympics. I said, why? Okay. She, you know, she broke the rules. Yeah, but she should have ran because she's fast. I said, well, Nani, there's other black women running. It's not like it was a team of full white women and she was the only black woman. The, the team was majority black. And right. I said, one of the black women um, graduated from... Stanford? No, Harvard. Um, McLaughlin? I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, she graduated from Harvard, and she won her, her meet, and she's one of the fastest women. Then I say you have Felix, who's great. I said, there's a bunch of women on this team. But yeah, but Shikari, I mean, she should have been there. She, she's on the headlines. She's out front. That's the bitch she's talking about the most. Or is it that that's actually what we identify with? Right. So... Shikari is interesting because it, I believe she show, holds a mirror up to the African American community and said that this is actually how you see black women. Because you had other black women who were more quieter, who didn't have all that hair extensions out. First of all, who runs with their hair in their face? Who in the history of racing has ever ran with their hair in their face? Well, she does. Exactly. But, I guess I don't know. But that's my point. Like, that didn't even make no sense. First off, you're not trying. You're not run. Who the eyelashes? But yet we everybody went to bat for her as if she was being mistreated. Even to the extent it was like, why didn't they let her be on the relay team? And it's like, well, they have an all black women's relay team. Like, what is it right. that as African Americans do we feel like that we have to save the stereotypes? Okay, now I'm confused. Okay, so are we talking about her? Directly, or are we talking about? Well, her. We're going to talk. We're talking about her directly because she, she, she portrays the stereotype. She portrays the stereotype. She okay. hasn't done anything. Right. She's a stereotype, and yet yeah. everybody runs to her defense as if she deserves some benefit of the doubt when she put herself in this position. Well, okay, so let's go back to your daughter. Do you feel your daughter identifies with her? Yes, she does. That's one. Two, often a lot of times do you feel that we often 
do that for no matter what the situation is, no matter what has happened, we identify with each other in that situation and we come to each other's back like that. Yes. Do you feel it's right that we should always be doing it? No. Okay, then that's that's my take on it. My thing is exactly what it is. It's like, yes, even though where is she from anyway? I I can say I never California. Okay. Or no, is it California? I don't know. She, she went to UCLA. She went to UCLA. They don't say she graduated from UCLA. They she, say she went to UCLA. Okay. All right. Okay. So, and that's the thing. It is. It's more of a thing when it comes to say controversy, um, any kind of problems, and it gets broadcast. They they'll show us they'll not always show us in the best light, right? You know, and then we identify with that as okay, this is how they're portraying her. They're portraying her in the wrong light, okay. But at the same time, we got to keep in mind they have those things. Those people designate they call publicists, image coaches. Regardless of what people may say. They're gonna treat us and how they see us. You're absolutely and like, right. the majority of the time, yes. Yes, they, they will. You know, yes, um, she has the and like I said, I don't take nothing from her. You know, she 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 has she has a ways to go, you know. Right. As far as maturing and growing. my thing is we got like and, and the crazy thing about it, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about that not too long after the track and field Ended. She brought up, oh, she's gonna be ready to turn that joker out when she gets to Prefontaine, and we saw what happened, right? But either either way, that's <laughs> she must we, thought there was other people running, right? So, <laughs> so my thing is, we just got to be careful as when we start picking sides and we start who we're backing and what we're backing. Know everything we need to know about that person. Like you said, we need to. Vet folks sometimes find out their background, find out in general, and I and I understand the situation with her mom passing away, and that was her way of coping. It's understandable, but I'm not saying it's right. Let's, let's get no, 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 no. Let's preface by saying her biological mother. I'm sorry, her biological mother. Yeah. I, I guess I think you, you broke it down to me that she was adopted or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her mom was in her life. Like so, that's understandable, and and I. I I I have another family member that's going through something like that as well, but you gotta keep in mind that we when we try to walk and talk as adults, we make these mistakes and choices as adults. We got to deal with them as adults. You I know? agree with you one. Regardless of what race you are, I care less. If I decide to go out there and hit a man and keep running, keep driving, guess what I have to do. I got to deal with the consequences of the choice I made to hit that man and keep running. You know, I agree you know what I'm with saying, you. and that's and that's just the way it is. Regardless of of what was going on at the time, maybe I was upset. Hey, I was thinking about something. Whatever. Hey, you you got to You got to continue to to um. You, I'm sorry, get my chair thought off. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta also keep in mind that, like I said, like I said, you're an adult. You're in right. your chrome, black, white, red, yellow, brown, green, whatever. You are an adult. 
you know the rights, you know what's wrong, you know what's legal, you know what's not illegal. You know, hey, you're not supposed to be, you know you get drug tested however so often, or you get drug tested, period. Guess what you shouldn't be doing? Smoking weed, what the, regardless of what the situation was, if anything, you could have got prescribed an anxiety medicine and that would have been okay. Because that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, a doctor prescribed it? Okay, we tested for this? Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure that yeah, you would have got a, a warning or a slap on the hand for that, you know. And you know what's crazy is that she actually did get slapped on the hand. She actually did get slapped on the wrist. The problem was, and I think people don't understand this, I'm, never, I'm not going to ever argue the marijuana thing. I, it, it is what it is. And I always tell people. But like, she wasn't in pain, though. No, she wasn't. And, and this is what I always tell people. People like marijuana should be legal and she should be able to run with marijuana. Well, in that same philosophy, then your doctor that operates on you should be high. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day. I don't want no doctor if he's high. I'm all right, sorry. then. And we don't need no racers running high. I mean, <laughs> let's I'm keep sorry, it bro. real. <laughs> I don't know. Hell no. What? And here's the part that, that I don't think people. He get hungry. He want a kidney. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he done. He done. Start laughing. Got you looking like the Joker. <laughs> and I don't think people understand is that. The Olympics are not what we think they are. They're not paid athletes. A lot of these people. Let's, let's back up. You get paid if you medal. If you medal, right? If you medal. But you before you get before you get to that point, right. go ahead. you are broke. People are investing in you. Right. You may be living out your car. I mean, you. We hear stories all the time. So to be in a position where you can actually be there, and you think, oh, I can. No, oh, I'll be there next time. You know how many people only go to one Olympics? More importantly, you know how many people never qualify for the Olympics? Right. So to think, to have the arrogance to think that you'll be there next year is one thing. The other thing is, is the fact that you don't support other females. And that part I had a problem with because these other females look just like you. Right. And these other... Regardless of what country they're from. Exactly. Right. And, and you're not supporting them. You're, you're not backing them because you're in your feelings but you want people to back you. And that's why I have a problem with the African-American community. But you know what that goes back to? Her maturity. True. She's only... How old is she? She's only... 21. Oh, hey, I thought she was younger than that. No, she's 21 because oh. the other one, McLaughlin, I think her name is. Okay, I forgot. The one that graduated, I think Harvard. She actually graduated from Harvard and she was running. Um, they're the same age. Okay. And that's what they were discussing. And why... We had a, a field full of women who meddled. Right. And like I said, Felix got a goal, and she's the most decorated track and field um, Olympian. Right. We're not talking about her. We're literally still talking about Shakari, who has not even meddled. Because she's barking the loudest. That's my. I didn't say barking, but I mean, yeah. You know, no, no, no. You know, you see, you hear hit dog holler. That's pretty much what it is. And that's my point. And you brought up the last race. You, she made all these Twitter everything. And when it came to that race, and she just walked. <laughs> she might as well have walked. She she smoked some old weed. That's all she did. Sorry, <laughs> she kept puffing. Hey, I ain't never seen nobody with so much hype get dusted so hard in my life, like. It didn't even look like she tried. Like, once she saw four yellow shirts in front of her, it was like she just said, I can't do this. Like, 
you met in a force that was greater than you, but your interview afterwards was one of the worst interviews I've seen where you cursing and you mad and you thinking people want to see you fail. You had the most support out of any Olympian. Right. You failed. Right. You failed to prepare. You failed to be ready. You failed to finish the way you should have finished. And you failed to win. And you brought up publicists, image consultants. Right. Um, Kevin Samuels. Um, <laughs> Why are you? Sorry. Man, you, brought up, you brought up all of you. Right. And you, so you think Kevin Samuels could have helped her out? Somebody could have helped her out. I mean, I'm pretty sure I think she should have hired me. I would have smoked the weed for her. Be like, hey, let no me way. Smoke <laughs> you don't need us. Like, if you have a team right. who, who, and that's what bothers me about that situation because I think personally, unless she does a whole life changing event, I think she's done because I think the people around her sunk her. If you really value, think about it like this. We hear stories about athletes, especially in basketball and football, who they'll be walking next to drug dealers and the drug dealers be like, yo, you need to go. Right. We, we hear stories about that all the time, about athletes who are in certain situations where the people who may be doing wrong protect them and right. keep them out of it. Right. So we know that even in those situations, there are people who will, who will guide you. So you're saying she's around the wrong people. You got to be. Ain't no way on God's green earth. Okay. Someone should have took your phone from you. Someone should have should have coached you on how to talk. Someone should have told you how to tie your hair. Say, you know what? You don't you think that's being offered? Do you think something like that's being offered in the Olympics? I don't. Because I, I don't know, think it. I, okay, finish what you're saying. Cause I know at some colleges for some athletes they do have a quote unquote a a publicist type deal. I forgot what they call them in, in, in you know in the in the athletic department. They usually consult them on how to hey this I know they do what they do. You know, they do anything they don't go to class but they do interviews. So whatever man. So, um, <laughs> we graduate the most basketball stars. Graduate. Graduate. When it does count as graduate? Oh high school. I got you. Alright, but um yeah. Um so I'm pretty sure but not this but I'm 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 pretty sure that I think Duke had Something like that, where they have people to actually, hey, this is how you conduct yourself in an interview. They, you know, and they right. usually screen like the questions. Usually, you know what I mean. It's right. like, okay, if you lose a race, they're gonna ask you a question about this. If you win a the race, they're gonna ask you a question about this, that, and the other. Hey, just be prepared to address them as such, please. You know, at all times. But you know. You know what? I'm glad you brought it up. Go We're going to talk about those two before we go into the other conversation. What was those doing? The Duke and North Carolina. Because they did some interesting things too within the last past, you know, eight months. Um, I believe you are absolutely 100% right when you say that they, they did offer and they do have it there. Right. What I think has happened is, is that people are scared to go to a black woman and to tell her to change. You shouldn't be. Cause and my thing I, is, and 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 I, and I don't think a lot of people understand that when you when you get these endorsements, like look at Flojo, look at Jackie Jordan, Kersey, when they when the witty boxes, do you see them with frosty frosty white hair, blue tips, right. fingernails hanging all looking crazy? No, when they conduct an interview, if they want to lose, do you see them cutting up and acting a fool? Mm-hmm. They take it gracefully, gracefully, and they move on to the next race. Right. You know, and prepare for the next race. Uh, you're absolutely you know? right. And That's the thing. She, if anything, you you should have been the minute you that got out that you were disqualified and or whatever for. You should have been working on. Hey, 
And how is it going to look to other people? And how is it going to affect my 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 um, overhead down the line? Mm. You, know, you, you should be looking it. forward instead of looking what's in front of you. Look down the line. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, this should have been... You, you should do the interview. Instead of putting it, posting it. Oh, I was going through all this. No. Okay. It got out that you was going through something. Okay, you sit down and have a nice little interview. You get, um... What's your girl's name? Oprah's girl. Uh, home girl. Gail. Gail. You know what I'm saying? You know... Calm down, calm down, young man. Calm down, <laughs> calm Shoot. down. I'm not hey. but I mean she's she's a she's a beautiful. I'll tell woman. you like this: the best relationship to be in is with Gail and Oprah, cause they don't ask for nothing. As long as you do what you you're supposed to do in public, you can do whatever you want to behind closed doors. We don't hear nothing about Steph. <sighs> okay. They ain't even married. They right. live together. But go ahead. That's <laughs> a conversation, there's there's ways you, and that's the thing. There's there's nobody telling like, look, you're going. You're not gonna realize how this is going to look for the next World Championships, for the next Olympics, for your endorsements. You know, nobody's gonna want you to wear their shoe, want you to want you on their cereal box, maybe for Frosted Flakes, or, you know, Lucky Charms or something like that. But nobody's gonna want you to be endorsing their product if you're gonna carry yourself in such a manner. And I don't think nobody's actually pointed that out to her, which she's. You know, keep it from herself because she's she's only failing herself when she does that. Because, like you said, it goes back to what you were saying about the athletes in the Olympics. They don't really get they get a they don't get a like they get a stipend while they compete. But during that time when they're training and all that, they're living off endorsements unless they have medals. Because I think only the medaled athletes actually get like a um, right. It's not what's it called. Um, what is it? It's called um, it's sort of like a when you, when you retire, sort of like a um, pension, like a pension in a sense. It's more like a pension because you you get a pension according to how you medal. Right. You know, you go. Of course, you're going to get all that good stuff. You know, silver you get by so much of the good stuff, and then bronze you get so much of the good stuff. Right. But yeah, so I think she's got to keep that in mind. Like there's because once you get outside the Olympics, there's no. Such thing as professional track and view, if I don't recall. They do have meets and stuff. They have meets, but, meets and stuff like that. But, but if you already got dusted by the, the Jamaicans exactly. and that, but who you think you know, who But be? how you think the professionals are? How, the professional track, how you think they're living off of? What they're living off of? Yeah, it's hard. And they're living off endorsements. Mm-hmm. They're living off of doing motivational speeches. They, you know, they showing up for appearances. Yeah. They're... Hey, they're, they're, they're coming to get there. Somebody's, hey, come in. Can you give us some, some advice? We'll give you a little mm-hmm. something. We'll put, you know, future future track and field jobs. You know, right. you know, you got to look at the whole picture instead of just what you're standing in here and now. It's all cool. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself however you feel. But also keep in mind, when you go into the real world, how that affects your overhead. I agree with you. I understand um, our next show when um next time we you know our next show not this one but on our next show we're gonna talk about the um the black savior how we put so much emphasis on our children to save our family we're gonna talk about that um because I think she's in the same boat where they look at her like you could change our lives but she she's changing it now but hey doing the wrong doing thing. the wrong thing yeah and we're gonna talk about that because I think a lot of press be he don't know because and then that's like I tell them I have nothing I have no issue with the whole express yourself how you feel like I said previously and it goes to just remember 
But it's just like you, when people rewind and look at your yearbook of, of, of your yearbook of your life, and be like, well, damn, what was you thinking here? What was you thinking here? Because you know what? You'll be thinking, you know what? What was I thinking at the yeah. time? What was I thinking at the time? <laughs> Wait a minute, damn. What was I thinking, period? Man, what was I thinking at all? Like, and, and, and I hope she, she grows to be a, a lovely, mature woman, you know, and and she she gets it together. Hopefully, somebody will sit down with her very soon and have that chat with her. Maybe she might need a phone call from Kevin Sanders. I believe she does. You know? She's actually... She's a beautiful woman without all that stuff. Like, I've seen a picture, side-by-side picture. I'm like, why does she put all that stuff on her? But like, she feels that's what she needs to look like. And that's going to be part of another conversation in that other show, uh, The Identity Crisis. So, let's, before we move on to another topic as far as, like, uh, alpha sports, but let's, let's, Duke and North Carolina did some interesting moves. Duke. Well, North Carolina did a very interesting move. They hired Hubert Davis. That's right. Oh, some people don't tell me about that. Go <laughs> ahead. Oh, yeah, you know what? His no, comment that he made, no. I'm not even mad at him. I'm not. I know. just think, no, go ahead. I, let me uh, let me comment go, up real quick. Go ahead. I know you're going to bring it up. I just think he got his words totally right. mixed up. He was just <laughs> like, because I'm just like, what in the world? Come on now. Now, you wanted a few. Black coaches at one of the most major basketball programs in the history. I think that's the first black coach in North Carolina history, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. The first black coach. And I think with between it just all that kind of... Yeah. It was, it was too much and it just you spit it out and it just, oh, it came out. I'm black, but I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, not, mad, I'm not even mad at that. I just like... I was mad about that because <laughs> I was just shook my head when I, I was like, what in the world? You know, because, I mean, he's a good... He's a, he, he has NBA experience, so he knows how to... Coaching for the future, um, he had a very solid. I'm sorry, very solid NBA career. He did. A very, a very excellent. Even though he won a national championship, college career. Um, I think he he went to the NCAA. They went to Final Four. They went to the Final Four. But he, they at least was in. They was in. They were every year. I yeah, they was always in the top team to look at. But I mean, every team he was a part of. Um, like I said, he knows how to recruit. He knows how to coach. Right. He knows how to talk. He knows how to care. Well, I don't know about talk now but after that comment, but he. Very, very solid guy, moral guy. Um, yeah. Right, you, you don't hear much about you him. You hear much about him. Which is good. Yeah. Not saying he ain't doing that. I, I, I say it's the respect. You just don't. Him. Yeah. He, you just don't hear about it out there. Right. Like his business is not out there, you know. So, I'm not mad at the comments because I know why he did it. Because right before he said that, they kept talking about him being the first black. Right. Black, you know, how does this right. be for black people? And I, and I understand that sometimes... You have to remind people, hey, yeah, and, but I am still, you know. A coach, yeah. yeah. So, I, and I think that's what he was trying to do, but he stood up and he said, I don't want everybody thinking this is just going to be the blackout, you know. Right. Still, so, I, yeah, I do. I have a white wife. Right. I was like, okay, what's the point? Out of all. <laughs> now, here's the question. I do have a question. Do you think out of all the alumnus that North Carolina has had, do you think that he was the right choice? Not knocking, because he give does some, have, he has a strong resume. Give me examples according to who. Like, who do you think else could have took that job? So that's the interesting part about it. Um, it's hard for me to say. In comparison because, to who, yeah. Um, because when I look at, no, I mean, not, they have produced a lot of coaches. Coaches. Yeah, their coaching tree is amazing, yeah. by the way. Yeah, um, very deep. I'm surprised that they didn't try to get George Carr. No. Uh, yeah, because him and Carmel ain't going to get along. 
not and not in him or Carmelo. It's just a thing of he like okay. Roy Williams was a coach's coach, a play, a coach. Right. Oh, in yeah. a sense, like he could take ten guards and still put together a solid team. All positions, all to say, no, 12. All 12 positions, nothing but guards, and still have a, a very competitive team, no matter what size team he plays against. I will throw this now, in there. The last two years was probably his best coaching years. Yeah, like I said, because he, he's, like he, he's a coach. Like, people, right. like I tell people, he, like I used to debate with you all the time about him. Like, he doesn't have a system. You give him whomever, because remember, he won a national championship. With that other coach's team, I ain't gonna say his name because he, yeah, he took another set of players who he didn't recruit and won a national championship. Michael Jordan boy, shut your ass up. Now, don't do that. Don't do that. Now, that's in in a sense, I believe that he Hubert Davis is not the exact same kind of coach, but he can fall in kind of in line with that as well because he did come up under Roy Williams. In a sense, so but he's gonna have his own way of doing things. But he will he have a sense of how to actually coach a team. You know what? You know I just now, thought about it. Go, go ahead. Now, go ahead. Opposed to George Carl, George Carl. He, don't get me wrong. I just threw him out there because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out who I, else. I actually, I was thinking. Uh, uh, you know, like, no. Now, hard, now, the only person I probably could think would have been better is Pat Sullivan, but he's always been in the background. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, and um, what about Ed Coda? I mean, y'all done had some. But Ed Coden, he needs to. I think he needs to go get experience, okay. more experience. George Lynch, because and I'm, I'm just looking at you know, yeah. Now George Lynch, I, I think I, George Lynch is in coaching. He's in coaching. Too. I think he's coaching too at Stackhouse. I, he's in Vanderbilt. Right. Um, we got people everywhere. Yeah. So I'm not mad at the high. I think he was Davis right. out of everybody. Yeah. Here. I think he's he was he was the best pick. Right. I think he was he he wanted they wanted somebody that wasn't going to be. They, that was going to overshadow the program. And that was another thing about George Carl. As well. Oh, yeah, he would have. Yeah, that would have yeah. been hard. So, I think Duke went in this. Duke saw y'all um, pick the uh, heir apparent. And right. Duke said, well, we're going to one-up you. And <laughs> I actually have an issue with our, our pickup. First off, John Shire brought us a national championship. Right. I would. He brought us. I was about to ask you. I meant to ask that too when it happened because it was weird. Like you said, the minute that happened, they already had somebody lined up, and I was like, "Why?" But go ahead, and finish. No, go so, to your part though. So I, 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 I have mixed feelings because he he brought us a national championship with a team that nobody expected to win. I only did that. I yeah, mean, like I didn't expect them, to, but they the, won. The though. only one that 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 made it into the NBA farther was. Um, that's right, because he was drafted too. Yeah, he was crazy. Drafted. Something I did pick. Yeah, and he didn't make it, but um, it was crazy because when they hired him, I thought about Wojo. That's what I thought. And, like, he's, and he's been he's been Collins. They've been yeah. on the bench since they graduated. They didn't right. even leave school. Right, right, right. Right. They didn't even leave school, and it's like. I thought Wojo was it. Like I thought, something I was honestly thought that's who I thought was going to be. It was going to be him, or um, they're going to try to go back and grab Cable, bring Cable back. 
Cable cable has, who was on the Miz? Yeah, At least yeah. Cable has went to the um, NCAA with a star two, yeah. player yeah. and Blake Griffin. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, but, but I think, I think, I think Duke should change his program altogether, and not the sense of do away with the one because I think that's why Roy Williams quit too because the, the whole one and done thing is hard. And then you got these players, that, especially the one player he came in. Thinking that oh I'm the star I'm going to the NBA and all of a sudden you're not getting the play time then oh now you want to transfer mm-hmm. and you want to publicize it like oh you're like you right but and um, he, it, it, it's changing it's it's not and then I think it's getting the same way with um with Coach K oh yeah where, you can tell and one thing I, so John Shire brought us a national championship right Okafor brought us a national championship right. well what's not spoken is all Kyrie. Austin Rivers. Well, I kind of necessarily Barry Parker and they Zion. I mean, they never brought us a championship. Right. But John Shire is credited with getting Zion to go to Duke. And uh and they and So that, maybe that's why he got the And they, they said because he, he was able to recruit Zion, that's why, you know, they felt like he was a great recruit recruiter. And I was like, Okay, cool, I get that, but you have to explain to me how he like, I honest to God thought that it was going. To I did. Be I thought it was a real guy, man. Because I remember yo, he used to be holding like when when Coach Casey come out, hold my pocket, yeah, hold his pocket, walking behind him I mean, and everything. Oh, you know, bled for us. Yeah, okay. he yeah, he used to go to war. <laughs> Get thrown all over the place. You know, They're part of the, the 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 team yeah. that took North Carolina to two. Overtime yeah. losses because <laughs> we lost yeah. that game, but it was exactly. two overtime. Like they fought. Yeah, like, the Cherokee Park. Yeah, that, that was like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that caught me off guard. Yeah, but, I was surprised too. It was weird. I was what? I was like, Joe, John Shine. I remember. Oh yeah, he did play. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. Why did the, oh Bojo would have been would have been the choice then Cable. Yeah, then Collins. Collins, like, Collins. Collins come. His father was is a was his a coach, coach was so a coach. I figured yeah. yeah, that would go hand in hand. Yeah. So those are two interesting moves. But um, I want to have this final, final, last put the bed to rest. Oh, Let's go, man. What you want to talk about? Michael Ryan. Jeffrey Jordan. He's from Wilmington, isn't he? Brooklyn, but raised in Wilmington. He was born there, but he was raised, raised in Wilmington. Wilmington. He's from Wilmington. Yeah, so. well, he was born just in like, like, I, I, just like just like you're from Aiken. No, no, no. I was born in Wilmington, and I had a little stint in Aiken, and a little then stint? I, a little stint in Aiken about between the ages of six to about maybe sixteen, and then that's I, not a little stint. <laughs> then I went back to Wilmington to finish out my life. It's <laughs> not a little stint. <laughs> little stint's like you were there from six to seven and a half. Uh, okay, well, nah, you were there for like you know you you yeah you <laughs> you're from Aiken, South Carolina. This is so okay. Everybody's debating the LeBron and and Michael Jordan, and I'm not even going to debate that because I'm, I'm on record saying that LeBron statistically would be the greatest. Right. You said that. Last week we had that conversation. Okay. But this is what I want to debate. What makes or breaks a career in basketball? I will stick with basketball. What makes or breaks a career? What makes a career great? What makes a career not so great? What makes a career 
valuable? What makes a career worth it? it and the reason I bring that up is because it, you know, we we had a debate about Kwame, and I'm on record to saying that he was a bust for where he was drafted at. Right, and the way he didn't cheat. Right. Life 